welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 5th of December 2020. And the title of this episode is RPG Conversions and Community Content. Are you braver than your friends? That was the question Geek Native readers and listeners had to answer to win a copy of the card game Six Nimit back in September. And the answer? No. 46% of people thought they were braver than their friends, which means the slim majority, 54% of people, thought that their friends were braver than they are. And what started out as a poll to give away a card game and produce some quirky stats has caused me some deep philosophical thought. Well, as deep as I usually go, which isn't very far. What does this say about society if we expect, if we assume that other people are more likely to be the brave ones. The write-up of that competition wasn't the only time this week the RPG community had me thinking about society. Blackfisk Forlag, a Swedish RPG publisher, had to wade in in a row around their currently in playtest game, Blood Feud. We talked about Blood Feud in the last episode of Audio XP, but here's a quick recap. It's a Viking RPG about honour, power and toxic masculinity. The fear that some people had was that it was openly alt-right, but that's not the case at all. The argument continued, however, and Blackfisk Forag was told that two white guy game designers probably weren't the best people to explore such a sensitive topic. It could easily become an exploration of power fantasy by two guys. Well, Blackfisk Forag put together a response to some of the common concerns. First addressing that mention of toxic masculinity, which was true to the essence of the game, they argued, and that the game was about exploring the damage it does. As for two guys creating a power fantasy, one of the two developers is non-binary and queer. That, surely, will calm the debate until actual alt-right weirdos react to the use of Vikings in some way. I guess the other cultural commentary that has been keeping the geek community busy of late are all the cyberpunk stories. And we'll get back to cyberpunk in just a bit. But the timing is obvious, isn't it? That cyberpunk 2077 beast is lurking in the near future. Dragon Turtle Games, perhaps best known for their cyberpunk Carbon 2185, announced the development of a new RPG. It's called Solarpunk, but it isn't set on the sun. It is set in a future which seems nice. The sky is blue and the cities are clean and green. Scratch beneath that surface though, and there's a dark secret. That's all that's said about the game so far, except that Eric Willman will be on board to write it. A Kickstarter will happen in 2021. And if you don't want to wait for your next sci-fi, then why not check out Lando Balder's free and version 0.01 alpha of Vortex Flux. This is a sci-fi game, 350 pages to download and yours for free. Although, as that version number makes clear, it's a very early release. Lando has art skills and has taken a bold approach with the layout of the RPG. It's horizontal rather than vertical to match your desktop monitor, and that means sometimes six columns per page. Or, if you're looking for something from an established designer, then you'll struggle to do better than Blades in the Dark John Harper. Harper released the Cold War era sci-fi Chamber this week. Chamber is a name-your-own-price offering from Itch.io, and it uses the Paragon system 
Now, you can't buy the Paragon system as a standalone yet, and the only place you'll find it is the Aegon RPG that Harper wrote for Evil Hat. So, a tremble looks good, but you do need a copy of Aegon to play it. You can also get Aegon from Itch.io, and if you live in the United States, you can buy a paper copy from Evil Hat. In Chamber, a strange signal has been detected coming from space. Players are members of a secret organisation that tracks down and captures or destroys objects that have become infected by this signal. Or, if you fancy something new but familiar at the same time, then there are two excellent fan-made conversions that you should be aware of this week. The first up, by Kobayashi89, is Grand Blue Fantasy Skyfarer's Guide. This is an RPG, D&D 5e conversion of the Grand Blue Fantasy computer game and then the Netflix anime series that it spawned. You'll be part of a crew who travel from floating island to floating island on flying ships, will tangle with the Empire and battle in a world of summoned monster. Grand Blue Fantasy, a Skyfarer's Guild, is available on home brewery and as a Dropbox hosted PDF. An even more high profile conversion is Dungeons and Destiny. This fan project, backed by a patron of hundreds, got mentioned by big computer game blogs like Kotaku. Why? Well, it takes that multiplayer shooter Destiny and gives it a tabletop RPG also powered by 5e. The game already makes use of classes and already has a leveling system of its own. However, Dungeons and Destiny hasn't done a straight conversion. Stacey Poor and her team worked hard to give it a strong Destiny flavour. Dungeons and Destiny is available via Google Drive and many folders inside. It has maps, adventures and three core books. Geek Native has embedded all three of those core roles using Google Drive's PDF reader so you can skim them without downloading anything. Both conversions, I think, are worth checking out. But if you're feeling more creative and in mind to expand a world rather than just playing it, then there's some good community content news for you. Community content in this context means those rules by which you can create and sell RPG supplements for other games. The most famous might be the DMs Guild and the 5e license which lets third-party creators create for D&D. This week, a small company called Nightpath Publishing launched the Entromancy Cryptographers Guild. Entromancy is a cyberpunk RPG also powered by 5e. It might not be as famous as, say, Carbon 2185, and it doesn't have the budget, but I still think it's pretty good. So if you have cyberpunk creations that you'd like to write up and sell, then the Cryptographer's Guild is worth checking out. A bigger programme is Monty Cook Games' Cypher Systems Creative Programme. That's not new, but it did have a significant update this week. It is now possible to create cypher content for the multi-fantasy setting of Godforsaken, for the fairy tales of We're All Mad Here, for the horror of Stay Alive and the sci-fi of The Stars Are Fire. These are all Montecook Games' genre-based settings. In the future, you'll also be able to write for the superheroes of Claim the Sky and the real-life heroes of First Responders. And with all these new ways to create RPGs and a growing audience for them, it's perhaps no surprise to discover that the Origins Award had an increase in submissions this year. As it happens, despite the cancellation of the Associated Convention, Origins had a 370% increase in submissions. 
Gosh. So in response, they've restructured to break board games and RPGs into many different categories. I admit, I don't get it. But board games have the following categories. Family, general, historical, light or party, strategy or heavy. Whereas RPGs get family or general, fantasy and science fiction. I don't know why family and general are different things for board games, but not RPGs. I don't know if horror RPGs are welcome, for example. Of course, Origins and Gamma don't need to explain themselves to me. I'm not a member. But if people submitting their creations don't understand how the categories work, then the restructuring to cope with the boom in the industry might be more harmful than helpful. One board game maker that absolutely deserves a mention in this week's Audio EXP is Together Studio. They've just published the Adventure Zone board game, but they won't put it on Amazon until after Christmas. Yes, this makes it a little harder to get hold of, but you can buy it from them. So why do it? They want to help smaller game stores recover from a terrible 2020, and by delaying Amazon from getting hold of the game, they're doing just that. Hopefully, 2021 will be a better year for traders that require people to visit them. One of Europe's biggest tabletop and board game shows is banking on that. The UK Games Expo has marked the 4th to the 6th of June as their date for their 2021 event. They hope it will be like a normal year, but if not, it will be a socially distant meetup rather than a virtual one. Now, as at the start of the month, it means Geek Nata's patron supporters have a poll to vote in, the RPG Publisher Spotlight. The goal for the spotlight is to help create some publicity for smaller RPG creatives. And each month there are five candidates and one winner. If you are a patron, here's who you can vote for. Newstand Press, Plate Mail Games, Path to Adventure, Parts Per Million and Sneak Attack Press. Before we go, here's a D&D competition that anyone in the world can enter. Well, anyone I can send DMs Guild content to anyway. The prize is Sun Sailor Games' Call of Winter. Call of Winter is an expansion with additional and alternative content for Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, an official D&D product. I think it's especially handy if you want to smuggle your players onto that adventure without them clocking what you're doing. To enter Call of Winter, you simply have to visit the blog and answer a question. And let's wrap there. Keep safe and stay out of melee range. See you next week.